Hey, everyone. This podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Yeah, hello everyone. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to episode of Hypecast! 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 Uh, the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. Hypecast. And who are you? Hype. I'm Cast. Logan Trent. Hi. <laughs> Logan. Welcome. Hey, buddy. I'm not bad. How are you guys doing? <laughs> are you hyped? I am I am pretty hyped. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm holding a package in mm-hmm. my hand. What is it? What's in the open. package? Oh, my fucking open! Can you guys hear me opening it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm holding a copy of Making Contact on DVD uh, from Roland Emmerich. Making the Contact. N- 1986 film Making Contact. I have directed never by heard of Roland this film. Emmerich. Uh, director of Independence Day and Stargate. Uh, following okay. the death of his father, nine-year-old Joey finds himself at the center of a frightening series of phenomenon, including telekinesis, phone calls from beyond the grave, and one very sinister ventriloquist ju- dummy with extremely homicidal instincts. Making hmm. contact. Okay. Welcome to the show, Logan. <laughs> Logan, how you doing? Um, not bad. How are you guys? <laughs> you know, hyped as fuck. That's how yeah, I am. I'm pretty hyped. Mm-hmm. I just uh, got back from the doctor and was diagnosed with early onset hype. So I'm glad mm-hmm. we could have the support Ooh. group to talk yeah, about yeah, the issues no, it's, of hype. It's good when you catch the hype early. Yeah. Because then you get to ride the hype train for months. Exactly. Straight to hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or Tim Burton's I, I, Batman, whichever comes first. Whichever, yeah. 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 I'm I unwrapped making contact. I've opened the uh I've opened the uh case. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it has a really generic DVD label. It has a really generic title, so it's appropriate. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I'm all about, you guys. Mm-hmm. No, I'm glad. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm glad that we're we're doing this callback joke for a thing that most people <laughs> listening to this program have uh, did, weren't there for. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. No, <laughs> and I did. I didn't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hmm. it's making contact. Uh, everybody and, should and know and about we've, the movie. We've made contact. Contact we've has been that made. Contact has been made. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. The contact that's right. has been made. Yeah, no more contact yeah. can be had. 
Mm-mm. No, and unless right. it's the 1995 motion picture. Contact? Mm-hmm. Is that 95? I fucked it all up. Who gives a shit? Let's go. <laughs> We're going. This is it. This is, guys, this is the podcast. Welcome this to is Contact the entire show. Where we talk all about yeah. contact stuff. Um, anyone wearing contact lenses right now? I am, yeah. They have little Matthew McConaughey faces on them, so they are contact lenses. And Ooh, they were made by Roland Emmerich. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that yeah. mean you, like, see nothing but Matthew McConaughey? Like, he takes up, like, 50% of your vision? Yeah. it just Because it, he's on your contact lens? It looks like a really terrible Matthew McConaughey watermark. It's just over everything right. that I try to experience. Just gets blurrier throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The more fatigued I grow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? I don't know. We should probably list some producers. Yeah, yeah. I guess we can. We, we, we could list some producers. Um, yeah, probably. Hey, spe- hey, hey, everyone. Special thanks to the baby from Eraserhead. Mm. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Yeah. Thank you to Chiz. Thank you to Marshall Law. Thank you. Uh, thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you. Always. Thank you to Davy Francis for mm. the revenge. Mm. Uh, thank you to M V B. Thank you. Thank you to Phaedrus. Thank you. Thank you to Ryan, the silly money goose. Thank you to <laughs> Chester's Prophet. Thank you mm. very much. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro, mm. uh, and thank you to thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. I do. It's Brian, true. if you're listening, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not. Uh, let me jump in here. Uh, thank you to Bob Grenville. <laughs> thank you to Stephen. Thank you to Down thank Home you. Chicken. Nice. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Thank you thank to Asking you. Seven. Thank, thank you. you to Hey, fuck you! I'm happy yet. Thank you. Thank you to I was born to stare. In the request, style of there was a Whit- request. Whitney Houston, I will always love. I cannot hit that note, you ass. Like what I, makes you I think also, either one of us? <laughs> like I, this is a special request that they made. I also don't think the syllables are there. Yeah, are they? I will always love and you. That's six I syllables. I was born to stare. No, it's one syllable short. You have to, you have to stretch out. Born to stare. Yeah, yeah. You got to stretch out. Born. That's how it works. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. And finally, thank you to the Kool-Aid man says, get your vaccine. COVID sucks. I have proof. Yes. Just get a, that vaccine. A sweaty disease farm. Yeah. Slurp up your vaccine, folks. Mm-hmm. Get that juice. Eat get that it. sweet juice coursing through your veins. Yeah. Uh, we have a big we have a big trailer week, well, yeah, I would argue. Fucking Fast 9. F9. Yes. F9 is our first trailer. When is this actually coming out now? Whenever is not m- soon enough. <laughs> yeah, That's honestly. The <laughs> right there. Yeah. <laughs> just just call this trailer Magnets, the ICP yeah. song. That, all right. Here's the, here's the crazy thing about that. June 25th is when it's now scheduled for. Okay. June 25th. Um, 
they've they've done all sorts of stunts, you know, of a plane. In this, they almost go to space in this trailer. I um, I've I have it on good authority that they literally go to space in this film. Okay, yeah, I kind of figured. Um, they need to travel through time next, but I'm sure they the, will. Here's the thing that I realized from this trailer is all the hype and weird stunts and crazy places they could go. Nothing has thrilled me like magnets. Like yeah. that's simple. That yeah. they were just like you, you. That scene with Han and the magnet bomb and the paraglider is incredible. Yeah. I rewound yeah. that like five <laughs> times. It's one of the funniest deaths I've seen in a movie in like years. Just absolutely. Just yeah. make that the movie, please. Yeah. <laughs> some some fucking genius was like, cars are metal. You know what? You know what fucks up metal? Magnets. And you have a film. You have a whole film. It's an entire movie. Yeah. I will say, uh, I didn't mm-hmm. notice this last time, but I like how Vin Diesel is gradually putting all of the acclaimed dames in his crappy franchises. Because now he has oh, Helen yeah. Miriam in this. He had Judy Dench in Riddick. So he just needs to get like Maggie Smith in the next Triple X. And then he's <laughs> yeah, got like a full collection. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, Holy shit. I hope I hope he did the same. There's a famous story about he sent Judy Dench like a bunch of roses and like showed her D&D to get her to understand what he wanted in Chronicles of Riddick. I hope it was a similar courting process for F9. I would I would pay any amount of money to watch Vin Diesel show Judy Dench D&D. Uh that sounds delightful. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> That is just yeah. an afternoon uh, right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Maggie Smith and Triple X. My fucking God. We need another Triple X, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, oh, we yeah. have absolutely three, but we only have two Vin Diesel ones. It's time. Yeah. We need another you know? Last Witch Hunter. Just every every movie that Vin Diesel has needs to get a sequel immediately, except maybe Babylon AD. Yes. Ooh, no. And then, they, <laughs> and then ke- they keep getting sequels. Just keep giving them sequels. Yeah, I want Find Me Guilty too. I don't yes. give a fuck. Yeah. I also uh, this- like how in nine movies, the most unbelievable thing that has so far happened is asking me to believe that John Cena and Vin Diesel were related. Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> they look nothing alike. Like, not no, even one thing. No. It's just, <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they share zero char- characteristics outside of general hugeness. They have to mention that he's his brother, like, five times in the trailer, just so you remember, because you're like, no, that is not your well, fucking Well, and the, the, the line that they chose for the trailer is Michelle Rodriguez saying it, and she delivers it like she's selling it. She's like, uh, I forget the character's name. What the fuck is his name? Tank? <laughs> yes, Probably. <laughs> Probably. Tank, or whatever yeah. John Cena's name is. She's like, oh, by the way, Cena is his brother. Like, yeah. That's how she delivers it in the trailer, and it's like not even the movie believes it. No, no. Which no, is per- it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> and, like, you know, in the next movie, he's just going to be a good guy. Him and Idris Elba yeah. are just going to, yeah. I think, that's, well, that's... I think Idris is, is probably dead, but maybe not. Mm, I, he's as dead as they can Right, like, he's, he's as dead, dead as Han was. Yeah. Yeah. Han got yeah. blowed up he's, real he's good he's, in two movies. He's, so. yeah, he's, <laughs> he's dead until Idris Elba needs another house, where he's right. just like, fuck it. They've retconned you know? Han's death like twice. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's no it's like, oh, he died in a, he died in a crash. Mean, oh no, Jason Statham killed him. Fucking Charlize Theron has a bowl cut. She That's sure how we know. There's no bowls here. 
She's over there looking like fucking Dylan Roof. Oh God, that's all I just, could think of just, when I saw that was yeah. that was the Dylan Roof haircut. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, first thing in my ridiculous. brain. <laughs> yeah. She looks. She has, also, the, she has the haircut of every kid I played Little League with. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's also. I think this movie will go down historically as like the final nail in the coffin of bowl cuts. Like we're not. I don't think we need to know that bowl cuts aren't a thing anymore. But like this is the thing where they're like, we put one on Charlize Theron, and yeah. where you look at it, and we're like, nope, yeah, still if, doesn't work. Yeah, if she if, can't if make Charlie it work, Theron no one's can't even making make it that work. work. It's like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. like they only had them for a split second, but apparently Lucas ba- Lucas Black from Tokyo Drift was there with Bow Wow, and Bow Wow's not looking good. Good lord! Oh, I missed that. Those oh, are some I missed, I missed right Bow-Wow. in the beginning, and I was like, "Is that fucking Bow Wow?" And I had to rewind it. I'm like, "Ooh, he, Shad Moss <laughs> is not looking good right there. He looks like Ja <laughs> Rule, and he's 20 years younger." <laughs> like, yeah. Are we gonna bring back like more Tokyo Drift stuff? Because like, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's the underdog movie, but I really would like to see. Like I want to see all that plot come back. I want Sunny Chiba back, man. <laughs> yeah, I want it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is you know it's F nine. Uh, everybody's gonna go see it because we're it's gonna be like like you said June. Everybody will be fully vaccinated and fucking ready. And it's this fucking is gonna... Vin Diesel gets like a like a like an edge spear in on john cena like he's completely horizontal and he spears john cena through oh the yeah side i of love that building. john cena lifts him up and tackles him and his head crashes through a door frame and he has no reaction yeah. because his nope. melon yeah. is the size of like a volkswagen beetle so it's just of course yeah. it wouldn't hurt when you go through there <laughs> yeah his <laughs> vin diesel's fucking dome is bulletproof so funny weird thing so over at cracked on the video channel we've been doing this thing where we just like do big heads on some of the thumbnails as like a you know just a attention grabber and we tried it for a fast and the furious video and it (laughs) didn't work because vin diesel the rock and tyrese's heads are so fucking big that you just didn't notice any change so we had to take it down (laughs) it's like the it's like a fucked up pet boys yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, they're all like easter island totems like <laughs> oh shit oh perfect yeah. film can't wait yeah can't wait this is this is pure joy you know it's what is there to say it's it's, it's f9 man That's, it's f9 do? it's stupid and fun yeah it like all the others i'm gonna have a blast watching it and then immediately forget what happened in the movie it doesn't matter it's like a mission impossible it's yeah. like yeah it's fine you just know you had a give good me- time that's all that matters <laughs> yeah right give me the next one please mm-hmm. like- exactly. <laughs> um all right well next trailer is for army of the dead mm. this is z snyder who mm. i now love z snides yeah. Uh, yeah yeah you're a total snyder head yeah i'm a snyder head now um doing uh, so they explain in this why they need money I appreciate. Yeah. Because the question of course is why why uh why rob anything in the zombie apocalypse? Well, cuz it's only in America, right? It's no, just it's, Vegas. I, it's only in Vegas. They, like, walled it in Vegas. Off, they said. Yeah, yeah, they say we walled off Vegas. And so that's actually I really like that premise where it's like the rest of the world is just kind of hung over from zombies 
probably everybody's like affected economically. Um, apparently Dave Batista is like the main character. Yeah. At least according to this trailer, I didn't realize that. I didn't that makes know me very that either. Happy. And I really like it. Cause I think, I think you were talking about that earlier where you were mentioning just, he's made a really concerted effort out of like the Cena and the rock guys to really become an actual actor. So it's yeah. nice for him to be like in a lead role like that. Absolutely. So yeah, he, maybe he'll, he'll flex some acting muscles. Maybe they give him, give him some shit to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so he's like down in his luck and they're like, yeah, let's go, let's go to into the zombie uh, fucking gets, Vegas. And... He gets, he gets hired by Scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and now we know why it's called Army of the Dead because the zombies, it's, it's kind of like um, Land of the Dead. It's Land where of the, the zombies, Dead rules, yeah. Yeah, the zombies are becoming sentient, uh, which is a cool... And they I, have I a, really like that. They have a clear leader, too. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate any... Like, I'm... <clears throat> there's no version of zombie... Like, I, pref- I guess I prefer the Romero zombie, but there's, like, no hard and fast rules for zombies for me. It's just I appreciate it when people do weird... Try weird things with it, because we're, we have so much zombie shit. Yeah, this uh, is where Zack Snyder's, like, not caring for canon type thing actually p- plays to, like, an advantage because zombie saturation is so great that just ignoring previous shit and going your right. own way fits in a benefit this way, where it hasn't in, like, say, you know, Batman v Superman or any other movie that we don't want to talk about because you've had, like, yeah. 17 right. podcasts to bitch about it. <laughs> yeah. The- yeah, this goes in line with the Fox Mulder theory of zombies, which is that eating is just step one, and then they want to fuck and then they want to dance, uh, and that's that's what the like they're they're just they woke up they're hungry so they ate us and now they're like all right now we have a second we can uh, we can build a society and we can in, build a society in the Luxor. I like the, I like the Romero Land of the Dead version better where it's like they're they're sentient but they're not quite. Like they they have them like on a gazebo playing instruments, but they can't really play them. They just know this is something they, have, they did. Yeah, they have vague memories of it. It actually yeah. that's, that starts in Day of the Dead with Bub the zombie. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. They have a one. They have that um, one zombie who like used to be a soldier, and he kind of starts to remember it. Oh right, and mm-hmm. also um, you could argue Dawn of the Dead. They're like. Um, they they just know them all. Yeah, that's, don't they say that? They say that at one point. Yeah, they just they yeah they're attracted to it because they remember going there. Right, and of course the remake Zack Snyder. So he's you know he can be trusted with zombies to the point that we see a little zombie kitty in this. A zombie Did tiger. You think of the zombie kitty? Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, unexpected, but gladly welcomed. Yeah, yeah, they it's did like that. Elvis a, zombie. Like you didn't know you wanted it, but when it's there, you don't know how you lived without it. Exactly. I had a friend in film school who was making a zombie movie or like writing one, and this was an idea they had. They originally their idea was lion versus zombies, and then it becomes a zombie lion. So like I kind of like step one even better. Like a lion taking on zombies, I think would be really fucking cool. Uh, but. I'll I'll take fucking zombie tiger. Also, I feel like 
the brightness of the desert and Vegas kind of naturally offsets his tendency to desaturate everything, so there's more color than the usual Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. Oh, you know what I want in this? Zombie Chris Angel. The mind just freak mind himself. Yeah. 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 Mind oh. freaking everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get his ass just in there. Around. I want zombie carrot I, I, top. And I want it to be yeah. actual carrot top, because you know he needs that paycheck. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he um, did a Las Vegas residency for he's he made a shitload of money off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but que- he, yeah. Question about zombie tiger though. Do you kill it? In the rules of movies, uh, yes. we we all know there's only two things that can, we can kill is or kill like like without remorse and that's Nazis and zombies. Um but the thing you can't kill in movies are animals. So zombie tiger is a clash of those two ideas. So do you kill it I in your like movie? I feel like Jungle Book opened the door to killing tigers and not feeling bad about it. Yeah, I I want I want it to live. I want it I want this to end with them like leaving Vegas like well that's that and like the zombie tiger is hiding in their trunk or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going to start the zombie apocalypse yeah, like all the over monster, again. The, the monster at the end of Big Trouble in Little China. I want yeah. the zombie I... tiger to be walking and then suddenly it starts walking upright and then it just puts on shades and drives off and it's like a kaiser soze thing but with zombie tiger it was the one behind the army the entire time (laughs) Mm -hmm. i thought you were gonna suggest it morphs into michael jackson like in the black or white music video but Mm -hmm. your idea is better (laughs) uh i i do think this is gonna end with we've unleashed it on the world that's my guess oh yeah read is bad so that's definitely gonna be the moral of the story probably yeah i i think this might be a tragic ending or he's gonna have they're gonna have to uh, choose to give up the money in order to keep the zombies contained. Right. Yeah. Like the zombies are like, look, we'll stay in here, but we're going to need that money. We're going to need that cash back, man. Yeah. I hope they do it like, again, this is why I liked um, Land of the Dead. I like how they resolve that where they're like, the zombies are kind of sentient and they have kind of the right to live. Yeah. And I liked that take on it of like, no, they're, they're now a uh, a species. I want them to have like uh, a zombie buffet at like the Bellagio. <laughs> like, <they just laughs> it up and it's just human parts in the buffet station. So they're just like yeah, yeah. having nice little zombie meals. <laughs> Andy, right, right. Andy they're Garcia pained. is wandering around yeah. there. <laughs> that's what, that's what we, we, need, we need zombie Danny Ocean. That's what we need. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. This was like Ocean's Eleven, but zombies. Yeah. It'd uh, be perfect. <laughs> Matt Damon puts on a fake nose and the zombies just rip him apart. <laughs> that fucking music oh, is playing, yeah. that jazzy music. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Jazzy heist music. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bullshit Soderbergh stuff. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for this. I mean, it doesn't need to be anything... You know? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it needs to fulfill the promise that this trailer makes, which a lot of Snyder's movies don't. But um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm going to watch this. It's just it feels fun more on a tired genre, and you know mm-hmm. that's yeah. always welcome. So it yeah, also exactly. the the style. It actually looks more like Dawn of the Dead 
than like modern Snyder. Like there wasn't uh, a horrific use of slow mo in this trailer. I didn't see any like slow, sad covers of songs. I appreciated uh, any the of use of shit. the gambler, honestly. So yeah, and then it gets pretty sweet at yeah. the end. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Fucking excited. When is this coming out? Soon. This feels May. soon. May. Yeah, I think it comes, oh, it comes to Netflix in May. Beautiful. Um, well, next Let's trailer is for yeah, separation. This is like stir of echoes, whatever bullshit. This sucks. It's like Mama. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It looks like Mama from the the director. It said like from the director of The Devil Inside, and I was like, I wouldn't tell people that. Is that the movie that yeah. ended with the fucking website? <laughs> Yes, that's the movie that ends yeah. with them all getting into a car accident and then it just stops. Yes, that was, I think that's like, I'm pretty sure that's rock bottom of found footage, it feels yeah. like. It is, it it has a couple of distinctions. One, I think it's it's one of only like a handful of movies to get like an F uh, uh, cinema score, which means like audiences really fucking hated it. Yeah. Um, and it has like the biggest second week drop. Like it drops something like eighty percent in its second right. week. Yeah, because because it's one so, of the shittiest movies ever made. Because like at the end, apparently in theaters, it said for more info, go to this website to read. And then it sure did. They like it got sure rid did. of the website a year later, so I don't think you can right. even access it if you like rented it. So, and you know, you know that like moviegoers love. Re- going to read something. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I saw that in the theater, and when that comes up on screen, like I didn't even. I just assumed it was. It was like a Blair Witch type. Like it was part of the movie's shtick because it was purporting to be real, like found footage. So I, it didn't even occur to me to actually go to the website. No, why would you? Yeah. Why would you ever? So. Since Blair Witch, Blair Witch was the only. Like that's the thing. Blair Witch was the only found footage to actually get away with any of that because we just hadn't heard of it it was the equivalent of when the old-timey video the train going towards the audience and everybody flinched yeah mm-hmm. you know or, or when also Texas it was like came early out, internet like so we're kind of yeah. desensitized you guys, before that yeah so do you guys think after that train movie they started making a bunch of others with like cars and bulls and people were like they just keep trying to copy the train thing they probably like, it doesn't too work many anymore. with cars but yeah I just like the idea that it was like found footage. Did people yeah. where like yeah, probably not too many with cars. So that's a good point. <laughs> where they just keep trying to make the audience flinch, and they're just like, it doesn't work anymore. Sorry, you did it once with the train. I like the idea of people getting angry at trains, like they did with sharks after Jaws, and like just randomly yeah. attacking trains <laughs> or trying to hunt them down. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole um, that's the whole story behind Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. They saw that movie and they were like, never again. Yeah, never again. <laughs> you, you won't you won't hurt another soul. Um, going back to this trailer, this trailer is filled with every cliche. It's got birds hitting windows, little girl draws clowns. the villain that's, yeah, mm-hmm. clowns. Um, it does have a, like, two moments that are buried in this trailer that I was like, what is that? That looked kind of interesting. There's one where the guy's like, there's like some cosmic goo on a table. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. Mm-mm. And he's like touching it. And I don't know what I saw in that shot. Um, I don't know. And then there's um, a shot of a group of people. And for some reason, the shot's red because I think that's the style of the trailer. 
and one guy in the group turns around and makes this like horrified face and they're like in public and both of those shots felt very like Lovecraftian and weird Mm -hmm. and it's enough for me to go maybe maybe this is a case of a trailer that's not representing the movie maybe probably not I think the guy's filmography kind of shows that it is (laughs) like I just I think that this guy doesn't get the benefit of the doubt and this just looks so generically bad like it looks like if i want to watch a movie about like someone dealing with being a widow and their children and a weird presence i'll just go watch babadook again and enjoy that <laughs> this yeah this is also the director of the boy didn't did we point oh, that out fuck we didn't point that out man the boy <laughs> also the 2006 video game movie stay alive Ooh, sure remember yeah. stay alive so, you know, this is a movie. Uh, yeah, this is a movie that you put on in the background while you're doing work. I think yeah. you know uh, where first you're time, First time watch. I think you know where you stand when the guy who's the lead is Diet Coke Joel Kinnaman, and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's ugh. I right, just, he's like almost two or three different actors, and you're like, is that yeah, is that it, anybody? It, nah, it's not anybody. He, <laughs> also, we haven't mentioned Brian Cox because we know that he's in it for maybe five minutes and then he dies yeah from what the trailer shows he falls downstairs and like they, uh, they didn't they couldn't afford well i'm sure that, i i feel like brian cox's rates are actually fairly low because he's in everything but yeah i i can't imagine he's in it for long no no why would he be the character by the way is played by rupert friend rupert friend okay char- yeah he's from homeland yeah. i think like he was in mm-hmm. the, sh- I think he was in the seasons after everyone stopped watching it because that show sucks and is kind of racist. But yeah, right. Like he he looks like white Pedro Pascal a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. In this, he plays the character of Jeff. Is it? That's it. Ooh. Sure. Um. So yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, this filmmaker has made a lot of real pieces of shit. Uh, yep. there's a couple of moments in this trailer that stuck out. The two that you mentioned, honestly, the very beginning where he's, where he's at the wake and the candle catches the painting on fire. I'm like, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, also <laughs> looking at behind the scenes, this is all puppets. So that's kind of cool that they're doing like, uh, practical effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, those are the positive things I this, can say about it. It's a it, real but- Sisyphean, uh, if I even said that right, it's, we're pushing a boulder up a hill here because this guy... Like, the devil inside is a big enough strike against you where it's like, I'm going to need you to prove yourself, like, five or six times before I trust you again. Um, so. Yes. That's a big fucking albatross around this filmmaker's neck for me, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Oh, no. This is a uh, Amazon P- Prime rental day watch while I'm doing work. Mm-hmm. That's it. He even had the temerity to put one of the leads from devil inside in this movie he's like the friend he's the he's the guy that was on westworld the guy that wrote all the narratives Ugh. huh <laughs> yeah he was he played the young priest in the devil inside and he's in this movie as well so it's like he's reminding us that like twice they're like from the director of devil inside why would you say that here's I, a guy yeah. from the devil inside no stop I have seen a lot of <laughs> shit, but I will be pretty confident in saying that I will never watch this movie. Uh, we, pro- we probably will. <laughs> I'll watch it. I, I watch it. All the horror. I watch all the horror. I don't give a fuck. The only, the only time I don't watch horror is when I have other horror I got to watch. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I have a stack, you know, I have like a waiting list now. That's all. So there's some stuff I need to get around to, but mm-hmm. I'll always watch a fucking horror movie. Yeah, why not? Uh, this next trailer is for the, um, is it the, or just no the? They dro- It looks like they dropped the the. It's just yeah. Hitman's all wife's right. bodyguard. Hitman's wife's Ooh, bodyguard. That's a, I don't know. I don't know about that title. This is, um, what's his face and Samuel L. Jackson. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. De- De- Deadpool. It's Deadpool. Samuel L. Jackson. He's funny. Action. I, uh, I, I didn't see the first movie, so I have like no context for this. I There's saw a the first movie? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Am I the only one who saw this? Okay. So, yeah. You might be, a- yeah. So there's a first movie, and it involves Ryan Reynolds having to get Samuel Jackson to testify against a Slobodan Milosevic-type dictator who's played by uh, Gary Oldman. And the thing they established <laughs> there is that Selma Hayek is uh, Samuel Jackson's wife. So in here... Now, instead of protecting Samuel Jackson, he's going after, he's protecting Samuel Jackson's wife, who is the wife in the title. So, yeah. Um, the movie's not that great, but if you just want to see Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson riff off of each other for a bunch of, you know, kind of funny scenes and watch decently directed action, and then in this one, you've got Antonio Banderas and you've got Selma Hayek being Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek, it's like, it's definitely a movie that's like worth. Hey, I'm just gonna leave this in the background. I'll laugh at a couple of scenes when it's okay. funny or not. But yeah, it's not uh, the worst, but it's not like groundbreaking. But if you want to see movie stars be movie stars, that's the type of movie you're getting. I was gonna say this before your review, and now it really feels this way. I'm getting real whole nine yards vibes <laughs> off of this. More enjoyable like, than yeah. that because. You have okay. two actors there. Actually, everyone in the movie is kind of like a bit egoless. Like they can have fun with themselves where Bruce Willis is just kind of a dickhead. So, yeah. Right. I'm just, I'm getting real like daytime TNT. Oh, 100%. Watch. That's the like, most accurate yeah. description that you could possibly have for that is daytime TNT, like 3.30 on a Wednesday afternoon. I have this in the background and I'll laugh at like three scenes. <laughs> yeah, got it. But- yeah, I, I don't know. I Ryan Reynolds, I have nothing against him, but uh, much like Matthew Perry, I guess, a little of him goes a long way with me. Where uh, actually no. It, it no, it, where it's like I have nothing against him, but like I'm not a fan mm-hmm. and if and he can irritate me, you know, if there's too much. I enjoy uh, him because he brings that kind of like Chevy Chase energy and other energy, but he doesn't seem like an asshole like those actors who usually <laughs> fill that role, if that makes sense. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Bringing that Chevy energy. That Chevy like, Chase no, energy, like, yeah. Apparently he was up for a uh, Fletch remake, and like I was like, oh, that's perfect. But like, yeah. Yeah, I remember so, that. Also, Jason Lee was considered, or at least he was rumored. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, when Kevin Smith was writing it 100 years ago. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, he always feels just at the edge of what's not funny anymore uh like his humor it always feels almost stale like it's like a piece of bread that you're like man in a couple more days i can't eat this but right now fuck it uh that's that's what i get from him uh and again not not much against him 
he's mm-hmm. he's doing his thing. He's good at it. From all I, from what I can tell, seems like a really good guy. You know. Yeah, so, it's wow. like I said. It's just an but action this is a movie, comedy that just has people who are good at action comedies. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out out of every trailer we go through today, this is the one that I probably will not see, or mo- most likely to not see. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I didn't see the first one. I mean, this trailer. Nothing about this trailer bothers me. It looks like it could possibly be fun. I just have no context for it. Yeah, like right. I said, it, it's Dave's spot on with this is the perfect TNT three p.m. in the afternoon, just Wednesday. Gonna watch this in the background mm-hmm. while I'm doing five other things, and that's it. <laughs> Looking at the first movie, apparently Gary Oldman's in there. Yeah, he's the yeah, so that's Logan. Cool. Yeah, Logan said that Fuck. earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is eating. He's chewing up so much goddamn scenery in that movie. It is absolutely ridiculous. It's, oh yeah. He's basically doing what he does best. It's the level of Gary Oldman that he was when he was doing Air Force One, pretty much. So Ooh. yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Um all right, well let's talk about this next trailer. Endangered species. <laughs> this is Jerry O'Connell hunting his wife. It's uh it's the River Wild, Dave. It is the River Wild, yes. <laughs> This it's uh yeah it's Rebecca Romaine and her useless husband go on a a a, a white people safari in Africa. My useless stri- husband, you don't mean Jerry O'Connell? No, no, some some yeah. goober that I just don't it's recognize. Philip Winchester, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this movie is so miscast because okay, so her husband who plays the doofus in this was on a Cinemax show where he played this special forces like badass guy who was like straight out of a Zack Snyder movie, so. Like, if I'm the director, the first day I get there, I'm like, Jerry O'Connell, go by your goddamn wife. Philip Winchester, you go over there. They clearly cast this wrong. Like, it's absolutely right. ridiculous. But he's playing, he is, it is the husband in the River Wild. Yeah. Although the husband in River Wild, they're like, they make him like useful by the end. Yeah. That's which always like pissed me are... off. Yeah. Um, God, River Wild. Just, just yeah. watch that, people. Just watch that. So anyway, it's this fucking... this family gets stranded in the uh, um, wilderness, and they run into these evil poachers led by Jerry O'Connell. So now they must outwit uh, harsh wildlife and environment, as well as a pair of murderous poachers. And Kenya, it's Kenya. Yeah. Kenya. So it's like it's like lions and shit. Yeah, because they were uh-huh. dumb and then poachers. And they went off trail yeah, and got fucked yeah. by a goddamn rhino. <laughs> Which yeah, immediately, it, yes. immediately, <laughs> it's it's kind of hilarious I, yeah. because it's 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 like River Wild except nobody's a, like an expert in rapids. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows and, what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, and they drive their car into the into the fucking river. You know, like they it's something so stupid. Right, he might that, as well have crashed into the rhino. Yeah, it's. They just get attacked by an angry ass rhino, and then I was hoping this was going to be like Jaws, but a rhino. Oh yeah, uh, what, that was what I was hoping. And then it's just like, yeah. yeah. But then the rhino fucks off. He's just like, my job is done. And then they're just like, yeah, great. We're <laughs> our our fucking car is wrecked, and they have to deal with poachers. And then the poachers like, decide it, to turn it into the most dangerous game because he's like, we've never hunted people. It's three different movies in one and they're all terrible. Yes. Right. Oh, and then, like, I love how they have the huge scene where they focus on Rebecca Romaine losing her insulin, which I'm sure will never come back up 
for the rest of the oh, film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, right, it's, Here's the thing. Yeah. Poachers, um, they do this thing in the show where they're like, oh, no, they're poachers. They're not going to help us. Poachers, look, I'm not saying poachers are good people. I, in fact, think they're very bad people. But they're not going to not help a person, right, I, I was, don't uh, think. I was going to say, they're not... <laughs> They're not like by definition maniacs, you know. Right. Like, like they don't hunt people, not uh, generally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're probably people who don't have a lot of money, and this is a a good way for them to make money. I assume poachers. I I don't know. I actually don't know much about poachers or the poaching life. That's true. But when I, people I, I do ass- a a legal thing, I assume they're doing it out of desperation. Yeah, and I'm uh, sure there's probably areas and situations where <laughs> they might be like, "Well, I'm pretty sure we drive if you these went people back, any... they're gonna tell on us." I'm yeah, pretty sure. Th- I'm sure there's some yeah. shitty poachers out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Hashtag not all poachers. I'm, I'm pretty know. sure that yeah. any actual poacher would be like, "Oh, you're a rich family. Give me money, and I won't kill yeah. you." Right. That's how that goes in real yeah, life. Poor- <laughs> Like, yeah, point is that poachers certainly wouldn't be like, let's hunt them for sport. Right. Like, these these poachers are like, they just love poaching. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Right, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, extortion. <laughs> it's funny that we're, like, not all poachers, but it's like, yeah, like, doing an extortion or, like, well, we should probably, again, do, we should probably just kill these people so we don't get in trouble. That's one thing, but, like... Yeah, being it's like not, we're gonna yeah. hunt this family, and especially That's like Jerry O'Connell as it's, a poacher. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I said, this is why it was miscast. That's why you cast Philip yeah. Winchester as the crazy <laughs> hunter guy because I am not threatened by Jerry O'Connell. I feel like anyone on this podcast yeah. could kind of take Jerry O'Connell if need be. Right, it's fucking whatever <laughs> sliders. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll take you on, but like, yeah, I think it's just that the yeah the poachers in this. Are are maniacs and they act like that's just what poachers are. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, and it's it's like no, they're still probably bad, but not this. It's like the wrong kind of evil. Uh, they make them. It's weird. This movie, it can't possibly be good. Absolutely not. Right? No, there's no, there's, there's no fucking, fucking way. way. It's good. Are you kidding? Yeah. The pr- well, the problem. It almost felt good when the rhino shows up and all that shit happen but the moment they introduce poachers it's just yeah, like oh no. boo like it's like you said it should have just been jaws with a rhino like yeah that yeah. is a movie that is more than enough for a movie you don't need to add three different other movies into the fucking movie right i mean it is the writer and director of silent hill revelation though i don't oh, even yeah. know which mm. one that is is that the first that's one the second, or the second that's one? the second one <laughs> That's okay. the one with Jon Snow and Trinity. And then they said some uh, movie I'm... called Rogue. What the fuck is Rogue? That's the uh, one where um, uh, Megan Fox fights a lion. Oh, right. Same oh. fucking movie. Did they shoot them both like back to back because they were just in Africa making... I, I absolutely believe uh, that was also, the case. Like, yeah. <laughs> this person, they also wrote and directed... Um, well, they wrote one episode and directed several episodes of Ash vs. Evil Dead, so that's that's good. Okay. That's one good thing. Okay. Everything else, though. Yeah. Everything else, man. Um, I mean, yeah, I wow, might... Rogue and Endangered Species, back to back. This might be something that we just rent. I don't know. Uh, like I said, uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is the one I'm least likely to see. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I will probably see this piece of shit. I will watch both I of mean, those just, movies only for free th- if they're on streaming. Yeah. 
I will not watch what I forgot what that horror movie is. Oh, Separation. Yeah, no. <laughs> Separation. I mean, I want to see the Jerry O'Connell inevitable like villain death. Oh, yeah. Do you think he gets probably eaten by the hyenas or like I hope lion? he gets like rammed on both sides by two rhinos. That'd be great. I, I I, he- I'm guessing he has the same fate as Scar in The Lion King. Oh, sure. That's my guess. I hope it's exactly the same death that he got in Piranha. Yeah, where he ah, just gets yeah. eaten and then it spits out his dick. That's a He's incredible uh, in that movie. <laughs> fucking Kangaroo Jack. Yep, Kangaroo um, Jack's Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last trailer. Benny loves you. This was incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. you think so? I hated this trailer. I th- really I had oh, heard yeah. nothing oh, I love about this. it at all and I just saw it and I was like, "What?" and it won me over like almost immediately. <laughs> so, I can understand why you would love this trailer. Tom, I want to know why you hated this trailer. It feels way too in on its own joke like way too winking at itself like they just straight up give us a line from the terminator in the trailer which is like see we're nerdy like you and it's like no no it's 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 i think this is we talk about this phenomenon a lot i think this movie crosses that line where it's too self-aware it, it's like too in on its own joke okay yeah i can see that i feel like um, the accent's kind of cut that down like i feel if this was like an american made movie with an american cast i would probably be leaning towards what tom is saying a bit more if that mm-hmm. makes for sense. people who are wondering the plot of this movie by the way it's just child's play yeah it's a evil doll and but it's a horror comedy it's um seems to lean more towards comedy than child's play although you could argue that child's play is also very much comedy and very much self-aware as well i feel like the and doll design kind of, also works a little better here just because it's just a floppy li- piece of shit <laughs> yeah it I truly like the, is yeah i like the doll in this um but i am kind of like i mean this is just child's play it's child's play plus ted mm-hmm um, it's a childhood doll that he throws away and it becomes alive. Or you could say Toy Story. Toy Story 3, but a with a this darker ending. So, yeah, I, I'm wondering how the script is because just the premise alone, I was just like, how did this get greenlit? This is like, this is like when you pitch this, people would just be like, oh yeah, you're talking about Child's Play or Annabelle. Um, but they're like, no, it's funny. And it's like, you mean like Child's Play? Like it's, it's, it's just, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not sure what to think. I have I not seen Child's Play since I was like a little kid and I never watched any of the sequels. So that might factor into me not feeling like this is well, really well-trod ground. It's kind of, it, I kind of got the vibes of the evil Krusty doll episode of the Simpsons. So I mm-hmm. think that also kind of felt a little familiar, but well, friendly. I, I just... On the Rotten Tomatoes, it only has six reviews, but it has a hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if there's more to this than the trailer, uh, or if it's just that people uh, enjoyed the humor. And you're right; is when things are said with a British accent, sometimes they're just funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
that's probably because of where we're from, I imagine. Like, have you ever gone to England? No. Uh, I went to England and they were delighted by my accent. And I was like, oh, wow, it really does that, reverse. Where it's like, That's yeah, great. you always come off as like you just walked off a movie set because everyone's just used to that since that's our biggest export. <laughs> right. I mean, that and war um, crimes, but... <laughs> mainly war yeah, crimes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say that uh, the first Child's Play isn't all that jokey. No, that one's kind of scary because the premise of a killer doll only really lasts one movie until they're like, okay, we better make this funny. Like Is our, it yeah, kind yeah, of we... like... Um, <laughs> Kind of like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies where he just became more of a parody as the series goes yeah. on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just looked up this director. They've only done one short. They're also in an anthology that's coming out called the Pandemic Anthology that no, just sounds insufferable. Absolutely not going to watch that. that either. I will watch the yeah. shitty separation it's a movie horror anthology that. that's. Yeah, it's like a pandemic horror anthology. I don't know. That sounds uh, like a bummer. I like how Jason, like, right at the beginning, he wrote a column about, like, I have no interest in watching any pandemic horror movies. And immediately after that, like, five got greenlit, and I think three have come out already, and they're all terrible. Yeah. No one wants to yeah, see this oh, yeah. shit. No one. Yeah, no. Why <laughs> well, Why do we want to see this? It's It's, I think... For me, it's the the core problem is nobody, no movie that comes out that's based off of we need this end result is good. Um, it's the reason why like like religious films don't work. It's a reason like why extremely political films don't work, where they're like we need to have this moral cross. I think of the pandemic the same way, where it's like someone is like we need pandemic stuff, and so they have to force pandemic stories. And then, of course, it's going to be bad. Also, we're still in like, it. There, <laughs> like, it's not over yet. Yeah, there, there's going to be art that comes out of the pandemic that's good, but it's not going to be rushed pandemic-themed art, you know? Uh, it's it's going to come later. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that I really hate about uh, biopics and a lot of, like, historical events. Thing. It seems like we've cut down on the wait time for turnaround, and we have no time to, like, breathe or reflect on issues, and they all turn out terrible because of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I was on a Cracked podcast or something that was that, was that topic, and I... I was at the time ranting about Sully, but yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. we, we wait like, you know, when, when the movie of the real life event comes out like two years later, you're just like, I, I remember watching this on TV. Like we have, we don't know what the historical context of this is going to be yet. Do you know <laughs> like, what the right. craziest fucking thing about Sully. Sully is? You know, the song in, um, drive that real human being song. Mm-hmm. That is about yeah. Sully. Huh. Look at the lyrics, <laughs> and it's fucking insane. It's like, it's all about landing a ship and all of the souls on the ship and being a brave, cool guy. And then the writer's like, yeah, yeah, it's about Sully. And it's, I can never watch that movie again without thinking of Tom Hanks as Sully. It's fucking ridiculous. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I, now I love that song. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. What a, what a stupid thing. For that to be about uh let's let's say let's thank some more producers yeah let's do it yes you, you guys want that uh thank you to et the extravagant terrestrial 
Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Mm. Thanks to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous. Thank you very much. Thank you to Thanks for Having Jason Pargin on. Here's 25 bucks. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew. Andrew, how? How? Thank you to Vincent. Mm. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you very much. Uh, let me jump in here. Thank you to John Munez. Thank you to Wavy Rancheros. Thank you. Thank you to Dr. DNA. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank you to James Rainey. Thanks, Bootler Thank Thank Bootlison. Thank, Thank you to you. Grumblebee. Thank you to Tux. Thank, Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. And thank you to Norm. Norm from Cheers. Woo. Um, we're on to news stories. And so uh, we got to mention uh, yeah. RIP to the Arclight. Mm. Um, everybody's talking about the dome. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. The dome is shit. The dome sucks. I, it's a tiny ass screen and the seats are uncomfortable. Okay. So it's, the seats are so <laughs> uncomfortable. As the person who's but, not uh, well, in Los Angeles, can you guys just like explain a little bit about these? Because I feel okay. like a lot of people well, are doing retrospectives and like most of the country has no idea what they're talking about. Right. In regards it's, to yes. Light is um, only I, in Los Angeles. I, I have to finish my dome thought because the dome sucks. Yeah. Fuck the dome. Um, the dome can eat it, fistfuls it, of my iconic shit. iconic looking Fist on the outside. Fistfuls, Dave. But here's what doesn't suck. Every other Arclight theater. Yes. Including the one that's behind the dome. That dome has the Hollywood Arclight. Arclight is basically like, it's the nation's indie cinema. It's like Alamo Drafthouse. But um, what I like about Arclight, or what I liked about Arclight, is that um, it's, 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 the, it's the theater for adults. You know? Like, it's the theater for no screaming kids. No big messes. It's it's again. It's like it's it's every indie theater rolled up into one. It has every ArcLight had a bar in it mm-hmm. um, that had movie themed drinks. They'd have a drink for whatever like movies are coming out, like whatever big because they still celebrated the blockbusters. You know, they yeah. have like Avengers themed drinks. They loved movies. Mm-hmm. They had. You'd walk in and they'd have Captain America's outfit on display behind glass because we're in Hollywood. So they get the stuff lent to them from the studios. So it wasn't pretentious. It was just adult. My, it was just like t- mature, kind of quiet. To be quite honest, my favorite thing about Arclight is that they play like two trailers before the yeah. movie. Limited trailers. Ooh, they have. Um, they would nice. have an usher come... <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah that, I, it fucking blew my mind when I moved uh, to outside of LA to uh, Victorville, uh, going to an AMC for the first time in several, several years. It's thirty fucking minutes of trailers. Right, AMC. <laughs> they have they they had the luxury of being like you know pay twenty bucks a month. You can get like fucked up nachos. You can sit in recliners, and I get all those benefits, mm-hmm. and I love them. But the ArcLight is when you like have a headache. Or you just don't want to, you know, you, you say you're, I don't know, watching a movie for a podcast that you wouldn't normally watch. And you're like, man, I just need a quiet fucking day. You go to the Arclight, an usher comes out and he they introduce the movie. They tell you the runtime. They tell you to enjoy the movie. Like Tom said, they play a couple of trailers. There's no slides. There's no like, get here 20 minutes early for the 20. We'll tell you about Diet Coke. <laughs> like none of that bullshit. It is quiet dignified 
uh, a nice outing where you can also get shit faced if you want to. When I walked out of Jurassic World, uh, I went straight for the bar, and it, it was wonderful. Um, you know, to, you walk out of a shitty movie, and you're like, "I need a drink." Uh, they're just they're great. So they're terrific. Uh, we've been there tons of times. Uh, we've had a lot of great memories there. Um, does this feel like a myself, situation Tom, where someone might scoop in to yeah pick it up, or does this like a yeah. lot? Unlike a lot of indie theaters that have been forced to close, I think a lot of very rich people have fond memories of the ArcLight. I think the what I- the issue is is it's a chain. It's it's actually something like the seventh largest chain. Weirdly, yeah, because um, I think it's part of a chain called like Pacifica or something. Um, from what I hear, the issue is it's the entire chain. So like, s- sure, somebody might buy would might maybe wanting to buy just ArcLight or just like the ArcLight Hollywood, um, but I'm pretty sure they're trying to sell the entire chain, which is gonna ke- gonna keep a lot of people from being that interested. Yeah, right, because the ArcLight chain would be perfect because they're all still there you know Um, honestly i could see someone like netflix just buying this and using that as a ground to dump their movies for like award season they can now well what i'm scared of because i think netflix was going to do that with the egyptian i heard the egyptian um i got to see a premiere there it's where alien premiered it's like down the street from the arc light uh, and that's nice, but like that's what I'm actually scared of is that someone's gonna just buy the dome and everybody will be like they saved the dome and it's like fucking bulldoze yeah, fuck the dome. The dome, the dome <laughs> yeah. sucks. The dome sucks. The arc light chain so is what great. What do you hate yeah. so much about this dome? The dome. The dome is just it's an uncomfortable. It's one theater. Right. It's, it's like one a, screen. It's like a sixty year old theater. It's like the the like my it, the screen is barely bigger than my TV. Uh, yeah. The seats are like the old shitty wooden things that you you like pay a nickel to sit and watch a something on like the fucking boardwalk. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're uncomfortable. Yeah. for two sitting for two hours in those seats sucks. Yeah, it's like the kind of chair you'd expect to find on a baseball Blimp. stadium. <laughs> yeah, 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 like really really old baseball stadium chairs. And like I I I like old historical theaters. They're 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 cool. I loved seeing fucking Mad Max the Chinese theater because. That's an old historical theater that had been updated. Yes. The dome hadn't been updated. No. And so it's just kind of shitty on the inside. Mm-hmm. And like Tarantino fought to try to get um, a hateful eight on it. And like, I think Avengers like beat him out or well, something. No, he, There's he, a whole. He had it. And then they. Bu- oh, and they bumped they, him. They bumped him because that's what Disney does. Disney's like, you, right. you have to have X showings of this movie in X theaters or else you can't have Avengers. So Right. And that's, I, again, architecture, I get it. When you're in an old theater and you don't want to change that. But at least make the seats better, you know? Yeah, make um, this experience not suck somehow. Yeah, maybe make the speakers a little better. Although they've probably upgraded those things. I'm sure it's digital and so on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, someone's gonna buy the dome. Uh and I don't know if they'll buy it off of Arclight, you know, if it'll just be its own thing. They're not gonna bulldoze the dome, I hope. I'm knocking on wood right now. Because I say that, but do you know that um fucking meltdown comics is gone? Yeah. yeah. L- like it's it's uh, condos. Yeah. Like, they bulldozed it. It's been, That's wild. It's been gone. It's done been gone yeah. for a while. 
It's weird. I, I've only been here for like, how long have we been here, Tom? Maybe like six years, maybe more. Mm, Jesus. It's more than that. <laughs> Since 2014, I've been here. And it's weird to start seeing things go away and have nostalgia for here. But yeah, we've had a lot of great times at the Arclight, and it is genuinely sad. Well, yeah, it pisses uh, me off because it's, you know, theaters got their asses kicked uh, during the pandemic. And right. there's, there's, like, any time theater owners uh, would speak up about, like, hey, we really could use some of that assistance there was just right. such universal derision for it because it was like oh what you do isn't is doesn't serve a purpose it's not valuable you don't deserve any of this money and it's like motherfucker how hard have all of us depended on like movies and tv and shit yeah uh, during this pandemic and it's like it i i feel like this could have been avoided and it just wasn't for no it ev- like everything in the pandemic yeah it's just this We've is just, this just one more fucking thing that should have been avoided it's... and could have been avoided easily but just wasn't it's like yeah the pandemic oh, know, sorry. It, it feels like i mean not just in terms of this but there's because obviously like other indie cinemas and stuff it felt like movies mm-hmm. were gonna be like the reward like oh you can get if you get through this and you're nice we'll go get mcdonald's or something like that you know you can yeah. go back to seeing movies yeah. and now it feels like with this is like you're going to mcdonald's and the person's bringing the order out and then they just trip and fell on top of it and it just splattered and you just got yep, like right. yeah it's fuck <laughs> <laughs> no my apple pie exactly yeah, yeah. no it's uh, i mean the it's the the pandemic has accelerated a lot of natural things like we've talked about this is like yeah video stores went mm-hmm. they went away because Netflix killed it and streaming killed it and they are objectively better they're good for indie streaming is but there's a sadness there because it's like I don't care about blockbuster but I do care about the fucking indie uh, video store. Yeah, I care about the place yeah, where I can uh, get just like weird had foreign every films movie. and like yeah, old every, movies yeah. that aren't on streaming. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's also we we still haven't it was, found. It was called Ple- Go ahead. Oh, it was called Pleasant Street uh, Video for me, and it was I I loved it. And but the thing is, is that when video stores went, the last thing to go was Blockbuster. Yeah. So it's the same thing where it's like. AMC still stands and barely AMC yeah. is the yeah. it like Blockbuster is shitty. It's the shitty chain. And so it's like the last movie I'll ever watch before theaters die is going to be in like this it's going to have like pop-up ads on the screen while you're watching the movie. You know, it's going to be this big desperate chain. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what's a bummer. Is like I I'm sad that I'm going to get back to theaters and I'm happy that I'll see Mortal Kombat, but it's going to be in a loud-ass AMC mm-hmm. and not, like, my comfort theater. Uh, and that's a bummer. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, the thing I miss about movie store, movie uh, video stores um, is, we, boy, we still haven't found a way to, to, to easily replicate the browsing experience, have we? Just like oh, across 100%. the board. Oh, 100%. Oh, my every God. Every streaming services UI sucks fucking it's shit. It's a nightmare. It's, it's like, a nightmare. How hard is it to just replicate what they did at Blockbuster? I want to watch a horror movie. Walk over to horror. It's yep, alphabetized. Horror <laughs> not like 
movies starring bad dudes. Here right. you go. It's, and I, it's, it's movies about glasses. Yeah, I, there's. It's just like fuck you. Just put just every every streaming service should just go. What's your genre? The first thing, new releases. Here's a list of genres. Mm-hmm. Pick. It's and that's weird it. how every single service has a piece of shit thing that's unique to its own service, and like not one of them yeah. nails everything correctly. Like, there's things I no. hate about HBO Max that are different from what I hate about Amazon, that I are different from what I hate about Hulu, and it's just ugh. Yeah, it's all horse none of them dick. can figure it out. These are like, yeah, fucking Amazon, like. Burn it to the ground. Grotesquely wealthy company can't figure out its fucking UI. <laughs> yeah. We could talk out all day about yeah. how old we are. Yeah. Um, but let's let's ke- keep going. Speaking of streaming, Netflix is making a live action Gundam movie. Yeah, from the director of Krampus. <laughs> oh, Christ. God. And Skull. Krong Skull. Ah, fuck. Isn't it Kong Skull Island? Krong, Krong Skull Island. Krong Skull no, Island. I, yeah. Oh no, wait. I'm, Kim, I'm Kim, okay. The Krampus did a uh, King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters. Okay, yeah, yeah. this is a different. Person. Yeah, Michael Doherty did some other King indie of the Monsters. Director. This is uh, Jordan Roberts Voigt who did uh, something or Roberts. Yeah, he did Skull yeah. Island. You're right. Yeah. What indie movie did they? I did he do before? Forget. What great indie movie did he show promise? Oh, never mind. It was Kings of Summer. Ugh. All right. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Gundam. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They, I, haven't, they haven't learned anything about anything. This person's also doing the Metal Gear Solid movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll believe it when it happens. Yeah. It's yeah. like the but 17th like, project that... Uh, why am I blanking on the actor's name? Fuck. Poe Dameron. I don't know. And he's, uh... Oh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, it's like the 17th project that he's linked to, and I don't know if this one's actually going to come out. <laughs> you excited for it to be really, like, serious? Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. Or Gundam? No, I was thinking Gundam. Oh, I Take don't... Take itself way too seriously and be joyless and I dark. Will, I will say that this dude made one of the only two acceptable MonsterVerse movies. Yeah, I just looked up who who's the writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wrote a lot of Lost. <laughs> What's their name? I mean, a lot of the TV show Lost. Um, Brian K. Vaughn. Okay, Brian K. Vaughn uh, is legitimately oh. good. Um, okay, good. Yeah, Brian also K. did the Under the Dome series. He's a comic book Runaways. writer, and he did um, Why the Last Man, and he's got a great comic called Saga. So yeah, he's legitimately a very very good Yay. writer. So maybe this will be fun. It could be they. Got it. I mean, Kong Skull Island. I, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is okay." <laughs> yeah, I just think better than the other two. Fucking giant things. I yeah, don't know. I, and whole... I have I have no connection to Gundam. Like I yeah, know that's it, the a lot of people really I love really Gundam. I really don't care about. Like I'm into like other ones, but just Gundam never yeah. connected with me. It's the meme. It's the stop trying to make kaiju's work. Like it's giant things fighting the Power Rangers movie Godzilla. It's just I don't I don't think we need these this many of these. I was more things. excited about the Godzilla anime trailer that dropped the other day. Oh yeah, that's, that's on Netflix, yeah. and it's just yeah. I feel like those, that's where it should be. Those anime Godzilla movies are kind of cool. Yeah, 
Yeah. The Netflix ones. Yeah. yeah. So. It's like it's like a pretty cool idea. But we're not going to yeah. talk about it here. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> this, uh, this is clearly they greenlit after they're seeing Co- Godzilla vs. Kong be successful. Yeah. Like this is what Netflix is doing. Yeah, I don't know if they realize why it was successful, but whatever. Nobody it's, knows why anything is, is successful. Yeah, that's what. If, well, if this doing this show for three years has taught us anything, I know it's just very funny that an executive is like, "So it looks like the the vaccine came out here, and then the next movie that came out did really well." You know what that means? Giant monsters are hot again. You know, it's like no. It means everybody got their vaccine, yeah, but it, sure. It means everybody got their vaccine, and most people like those two giant monsters specifically. Right. And literally, we, we, I remember Adam Ganser was going out to see it in theaters, and he was like, it's just the only thing to see. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. What are you going to go see? Whatever that's- The little the, things? <laughs> yeah, the little <laughs> things. Like, no, you're going to see the one big movie that's out. That's it. That's all that happened. Uh. Let's talk about Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Joining the cast of the next Indiana Jones, where I assume he's the villain. They don't say it. I mean, who who the fuck else who? is he going to be? <laughs> what is he going to be in an Indiana Jones movie? What if he's the sidekick? <laughs> Why, what if he's the love interest? What if he's another one of his sons? What if he's Mutt Williams? Yeah. He just replaces Shia. He's like, it's me, your oh, son, Mutt Williams. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I don't know how they're going to remember me. Yeah. <laughs> this whole the entirety of this movie has to be riding around why Mads doesn't just punch Indiana Jones and kill him mm-hmm. because he'll be 90, right? Right. Like it's just going to be I, mean, I don't know what be, it's going to be. It'll be something. I assume Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be the sidekick. I think she's his nurse. Um, yeah. His nurse <laughs> from the nursing home. Like, yeah. Oh man. It's just him it's just yeah. <laughs> fucking him like fucking <laughs> ranting. I want this to be like Shutter Island, where he's at a nursing home and they've just created a mystery for him just to like keep him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like they made it. They made a treasure hunt for him. Yeah, yeah. The treasure is just like some taped together office supplies. They just hit oh, up like man. fucking Party City and just got some like you yeah. know box of jewels and just threw it in there. And he's like, "Yeah, Indy, go." It's just very, very sad. Yeah, <laughs> him very slowly picking out his clothing in the morning while the theme music plays. Uh, yeah. Or do I go with one button or three buttons? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I will say, like, I mean, the benefit of an Indiana Jones movie means that it's less time for Harrison Ford to be flying his shitty planes over right. golf courses. <laughs> yeah, crash. everybody's crash his fucking plane in <laughs> yeah. Santa Monica it's like again. Personal everybody's a little us. safer. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. When we know they're filming it, we know that he's on on the ground. I like how usually mm-hmm. with the but elderly, yeah. the worry is that they're gonna drive the car into a farmer's market but with harrison ford it's he's gonna fly a cessna into a farmer's market absolutely he's gonna pancake his airplane someplace (laughs) (laughs) they should just do why don't they just bring back the adventures of young indiana jones and then he plays fucking the old bastard telling the story is that that one-eyed crotchety angry ass old indiana jones He is at that age, right? Yeah. Like, oh, when does yeah. young Indiana Jones take place? I think he's past that age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People have pointed out that Indiana Jones, at this rate, 
like we're close to when Star Wars A New Hope came out when this takes place. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's going to be able to see Harrison Ford movies. Uh, so I guess good for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a, uh, it's not even Spielberg. I don't know why they're doing this. Like, I don't know if this is going to be good or not. I just don't know why they're doing it anymore. I'm legitimately surprised like, what, they didn't reboot. Like it just, I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it could actually be rebooted. It's, it's, this is like the Avatar sequels where it's like, I don't Are know you guys what's precious going on anymore. About- them rebooting indiana jones because like spielberg and lucas have been pretty open that the reason they made it is because they wouldn't be able to make a bond movie so i really don't care about them recasting it as much yeah here's here's the one part it's a it's i'm not precious but from just like hearing stories of people who've actually met him and looking at the behind the scenes indiana jones i think is the only harrison ford character that harrison ford is genuinely excited about yeah, it's the only thing like, he likes playing yeah yeah like he doesn't like being han solo he doesn't give a oh, fuck about not. star wars no way. but indiana jones he it, it you know so like if we make like 10 more of these just to humor harrison ford fine you know if he's like 106 doing these and they're not good, but like he's happy. Mm-hmm. And again, he's on the ground. He's staying on the ground. Then whatever. But yeah, these these should have been rebooted. They they could have rebooted this ten years ago. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't. I want them to, but it's the better. I'm option, just saying right? I'm very surprised that Disney has had the self control yeah. not to have done it by now. I think it was Red Letter Media who pointed this out. Is just like. We we don't like we love Harrison Ford, but you wouldn't watch an Indiana Jones where he's not wearing the hat and whip, mm-hmm. and that's because that's what Indiana Jones is. He's not an old guy. He's he's like Bond, s- supposed to be forever young, and it's like yeah, do it like Bond. I mean, he could be a n- a new Bond where you just keep recasting him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's that's what Lucas and Spielberg. Are, that's the reason they invented the yeah. franchise. So I just. I don't see why they haven't done it yet. I'm not saying that they need to, because we don't need that shit, but it's very right. surprising that they have not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, Just please, no Chris Pratt. Just. Oh, no. yeah. No, oh, we don't need to give sake. him anything no. else. <laughs> we don't need to give him anything else. He's got enough. I think, I think, I think we're all, I think, I we think we're all set. <laughs> yeah. yeah I think the studios are like, all right, they're turning on him. He can be Star Lord, but we'll just keep him. I really hope he gets away. eaten by a dinosaur in the new Jurassic World. <laughs> oh yeah, God, I forgot that was still happening. Oh, it Jesus sure Christ. is, man. It's 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 impending. I did not watch the Jesus last one. Jesus fucking Christ! That looked so. Oh, you awful. gotta watch the last one. <laughs> oh man, it's it is uh, pretty excruciatingly bad. It looks yeah. terrible, and I hated Jurassic World the first one. Which oh so yeah. you're gonna have you're just gonna have a miserable time when you watch this one you should yeah you should definitely yeah, you watch should. it <laughs> I well I like I said I walked out of the first Jurassic World the second one it was like there was nothing it could do to hurt me anymore I so mean, it was it, it, it was, still tried really hard <laughs> it really did even yeah even going into it being like I hate this right, already even going into it I with was zero surprised. expectation I think that that was like the entirety of our we just watch was like we were both like we went into this with no expectations and it somehow still managed the only thing I yeah. like in the first one was when I was like is that fucking Jimmy Buffett and it turned out to be Jimmy Buffett and that was hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> it sure was 
Um, we got. Uh, yeah, let's keep going. Uh, yeah, more we got some more patrons to thank. A uh, big thank you to Space McNulty. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you to Hiram. Uh, thank you to Oh Great. It's that guy. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you very much. Oof. Thank you to Normal Man Andrew McGuire. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you to Ozzy. Thank you to AJ. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Oof. And thank you to Frankly Amish. Mm, let me jump thank in here. You. Let me jump in here. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you to Mrs. Voidus. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot. Knife Boot. MBA CPA. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thanks to Mackenzie Righteous Hand of the Lizard People Chill. Woo. Thank you to Funky J. Funky J. And thanks to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Dave. What? Dave. What is it? Dave. What is it, boy? What is it? <laughs> I need you to. What is it? I need you to, to pick up a, a shell and hold it to your ear. Okay. And then whistle three times into the wind. Okay. All right. And then let me know if the shell tells you if there's a movie that deserves more hype. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Man. it does. Oh, thank God. I'm so glad that worked. <laughs> I have a movie that deserves more hype. I'm so worried. Um. Yeah. It's a close one. It's a close uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were talking about, you know, uh, directors going on to make giant monster movies. Uh, one of those being uh, Adam Wingard, uh, who had made uh, Year Next and The Guest. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that there's a movie called Seance, and it is being directed and written by Simon Barrett, who happened to be the writer of Year Next and The Guest. Oh. Yeah. This is coming out uh, May 21st on VOD in theaters. It is a supernatural whodunit slasher. It um, was inspired by such movies as Black Christmas, The House on Sorority Row, and Scream. That is according to the director. Um, yeah, I. It, it, you guys watched the trailer. It's like a, it's a group of youth... Mm-hmm. Utes, Utes do a Utes. They do a uh, seance, and something creepy happens, and they start getting murdered. They sure um, do. And normally, like the trailer is good. It's a good trailer. It is, but yeah. the f- fact that the name Simon Barrett pops up really elevates it for me. Because if anybody's seen your next or the guest, um, they're well directed movies. But I would argue the writing is huge right there those movies too they're subversive horror movies exactly he and takes so premises that is... seem tired or just like very basically easy if you explain it and they just always come out better than you think they should be exactly mm-hmm. and now he's doing slashers so it's like well fuck uh i want to see this real hard yeah oh 100 yeah. percent. yeah i am yeah, yeah, this it's looks really good. Just as soon as I saw Simon Barrett, I'm like, I'm watching this. I did. That was before I saw the trailer. I'm <laughs> yeah. just like Simon Barrett. I'm watching this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He should do uh, if the if the Ready or Not folks kill it with Scream Five, they should give him the Scream Six to Simon Barrett. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, this I mean, is, that's a yeah, good this, idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, uh, just everybody take out the trailer. Uh, uh, already, most of you are perking up because I think your next and the guest are like they're they're cult, but not really. You know, 
because everybody knows him at this point and loves him. Yeah. I feel like anybody who's into horror, if you don't know those films and you like horror, go check out those films. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then check out the trailer for Seance. Trailer for Seance, yeah, because it rips. Yeah. yeah, this is really like, I don't have, this is, there's nothing to pitch here. It's just, it's fucking Simon Barrett's first It's just a guy movie. who writes a good horror getting a chance to direct a horror and I am just excited for yeah. him. He's talented, and I want to see him do more stuff, so I'm glad that he's doing more stuff. There's not really a bigger sell point yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah, he also did um, uh, VHS segments. Yeah, he um, did, like, the uh, the actual segments in between them. I think he also he wrote he the did, Adam yeah, Weingart directing ones. Yeah, the I yeah. one. Mm-hmm. He did the I one, and what was the other one? I don't remember. doesn't matter. He did the framing device, I think. Yeah. He did the framing device, but I know he's... Did he write yeah. the one that Joe um, Swanberg did? That I don't know. Uh, is that the, that's the gargoyle? It's the one with the uh, couple where they the, have that right, stalker, yeah. and then, I mean, I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it, but yeah, they have a person who's stalking them while they're on vacation. The sick thing it's that the happened guy who looks like Emily when Devine. she was younger... The name of the... It's the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. Oh, okay. Um, oh, it's like the weird yeah, one. Yeah, it's the, it's, yeah. It's the Zoom, Zoom Skype, call, Skype one, one before that yeah. was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. He also is going to write the remake of I Saw the Devil. Is uh, that still which, happening? I don't, I don't or know. No. I don't know. They've been <laughs> threatening to say? do it for years. It's been announced. It's been announced. Because I really don't need that remade. Because Jesus Christ, that first one yeah, is just—it's yeah, so no good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one. I th- I, man, I think I think Adam Wingard was attached to it for a while. Yeah, he's not anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know, but fucking seance, folks, check this shit out. Yeah, uh, it it's, looks good. Uh, it looks real good. I can't fucking wait for this. Um, and it's produced by Dark Castle. Isn't that like the Stephen King? No, they did the um. 13 ghosts and house on haunted hill remakes okay so not a great not a great pitch there mm. uh, but simon fucking simon barrett yeah check it out it's gonna be great that's it it's gonna be great oh man well that's a sode we did it we Woo! did it we killed the hype ah uh, we did for another we week wrestled the hype until it comes back yeah we return, Every week we return it comes to the back. hype to its slumber. It just rises like Undertaker. Oh. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh. just picturing it riding a motorcycle. <laughs> Coming out, out to roll like an American badass. Yeah. Oh yeah, to roll I forgot he did that. Oh shit. Oh man. Uh Logan, thank you so much for doing the show, man. Thank you for having me. Um yeah. Uh, you got anything you want to tell the world? Uh, use use this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the Eminem song. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Logan Trent. And for the love of God, uh, please review people's podcasts and stuff because that really helps them out. So review this one and sure. any of our friends. That would be really, really cool. Good point. Fine. Yeah. 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 No, do, do that. It. Do that. Dave, why don't you tell them what we do got it. going on? Uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. If you go on there and you give us $5 a month, you get three exclusive podcasts a month. 
Um, two of them are weekly podcasts. Those podcasts are Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Ooh. And then we have Star Trek The Next Futurama, our new podcast. That's a uh, monthly podcast. So, uh, I don't know. That's, again, $5 a month. That That's first episode with you and Swain was absolutely delightful. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. It was you. quite good, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just we recorded our second one, uh, and I, I assume we'll just keep doing that. And you I'm know? glad you just finally started them. watching Star Trek The Next Generation after years of people yeah, probing yeah, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Finally got around to it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, we also have a, a tier where you can watch movies with us every Friday night. Uh, so do that when perhaps, I don't know, perhaps we'll watch, uh, making contact yeah. a film by Roland Emmerich. Maybe we'll, heard about this. Maybe we'll watch endangered species. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay and employed. You're gonna get t-shirts, masks, mugs, posters, stickers, all kinds of things. Uh, so check that out. Do check it. it out. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.